It's time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. And good afternoon, friends and listeners of Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Are you ready for another local the live show with all things Catholic? Woo-hoo! We're back at it, Julie. <laughs> I know, but you didn't give me time to start jamming and dancing oh, to the that. music sorry, and the sorry, intro. Sorry, sorry. I just really like our intro music. It's kind of yeah, fun. So do I. So. I, I keep forgetting, <laughs> though, that he ends with Richard and Julie Reyna. Oh, I know. And that's time. Get it going. That's yeah. go time. That's like, right. Yeah, I like the quick intro. Um, <clears throat> also, I want to get praying right away because we got a jam-packed show today. That's right. Um, uh, we're going to have the San Antonio Family Association guys, Mike, Mike Kanufke and Patrick Von Dolan, uh, to tell you about uh, a few other things that are going on specifically, though. A Dove Hunt fundraiser, three Dove Hunt fundraisers that they're putting on uh, supporting Guadalupe Radio Network. So um, that's why actually we, we are dedicating our prayer today uh, for St. Hubert. Yeah, and I was reading up on him, and he's pretty awesome. So yeah. after we pray, but, yeah, I'll tell you a little say, bit about tell him. Now. Yeah, that's right. right. So join me, please, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And this is the prayer to hunt for souls like St. Hubert. Lord, you spoke to St. Hubert and converted him to you during a stag hunt. You changed him into a hunter of souls, yet you continued to use his skills as a hunter to open minds to your gospel. I ask that you make me into a hunter of souls above all other hunting activities. May I look for the opportunities to speak of you and your salvation. Let the hunting camp itself be a place that uplifts the soul, May my time alone be an opportunity to pray and listen to you. May all the actions of the rest of my life be a constant hunt for you. For the opportunities you give me to evangelize and to target the souls most in need of your love. We ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord and through the intercession of St. Hubert, patron of hunters. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray for us. St. Anthony the Padua. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Amen. folks, uh, you know, uh, you want to tell us about St. Hubert? Absolutely. Go I was going to say, so for those of you who have no clue who he is, because I have heard you and Saifa talk about um, this wonderful saint for many years, but it's never really been something that I've... Uh, looked up and really read for myself and so in preparation for today's show i was reading a little bit about him and his story is really very interesting now patrick will probably cringe and say julie i've said this story a million times every time i come on for the dove hunt preparation but it really is very interesting because um uh he was kind of a militant person in that he was uh uh, lived around 705 a.d so he's a very you know old saint yeah and it the the biography goes that he was kind of a playboy and he was part of nobility so he was very wealthy and didn't have to worry about much in the sense that he could do as he pleased and hunting was like his thing he was his hobby but then um his wife dies in childbirth and suddenly that hobby becomes like an obsession oh wow and he becomes so involved in it that he negates everything else to include his faith, which I'm not sure if he was very into it to begin with, because it doesn't sound like he was, if he was a playboy, it doesn't sound like he was very much into his faith. But so he's hunting and it's on the morning of Good Friday, which I think is really interesting that this, this whole story happens. And he's hunting this giant stag and it's beautiful and he's tracking it and everything. 
and he's right about to kill it. He's he's got it in his sights, and he knows exactly he's ready to bring it down. And this beautiful animal, the stag that he's pursuing, turns and looks directly at him, and it's apparently got these gorgeous, majestic antlers. And it turns and stops and looks right at him, and in between the antlers is a beautiful golden cross, a golden crucifix. And and immediately he hears a voice that booms from heaven, and it says, Hubert, unless you turn to the Lord and lead a holy life, you will quickly go down into hell. Whoa. Wow. There's a wake-up call. <laughs> That's something. Okay, so already <laughs> the stag is amazing because it's got a crucifix in the middle of it. But then he hears the words from God saying, you're going to go to hell if you don't change your ways. So then he's very moved as he should be because this is amazing. And he asks what he should do. And the voice tells him to go seek out the bishop of his diocese, Bishop Lambert, and and inquire what God wants of him. And lo and behold, this is the crazy part. He starts, this starts his conversion and, and suddenly he renounces all his wealth and all his titles and he begins to study for the priesthood and ultimately he becomes a consecrated bishop, what? which is re- really amazing. Wow. And he's actually known for his great holiness. And especially, and this is very interesting because it relates back to the hunting, he's especially known for his daring evangelization of some dangerous pagans who lived in the nearby forests and his his zealous missionary efforts earned him the reputation of being known as a hunter for souls so that's why we had that that prayer for us today because we want to use him as, as an example of someone who can take a very virtuous activity hunting is a very virtuous activity and use it for the glory of god do it well and and virtuously but also use it in other ways in your catholic life which your catholic life should um, infiltrate and and exhume Every everything aspect, about yep. of your life exactly. So he's a very interesting saint. So I'm sure the gentleman will from Safa will be oh, yeah. uh, cluing us in more about Saint Hubertus because he was really awesome. So Amen. we ask him to bless Amen. y'all in your upcoming dove hunt. All right, and we're going to talk all about that when we bring yeah, again Mike Knuffy awesome. and Patrick Von Dolan from the San Antonio Family Association, and they're going to be our our, our, our segment that starts at about uh, I guess twelve thirty ish. But you know, last week I forgot to mention. That it was my thirteenth year anniversary <laughs> last Thursday. Not this past. Oh no, it was this past Thursday. Yeah, it was so this I didn't past mention Thursday. It okay, so thirteen right. years. Wow, uh, August twentieth. Thirteen years, and thirteen is a lucky number number for us in our yeah. household. First of all, we were married on the thirteenth of January, but then thirteen is a beautiful number for Our Lady of Fatima. And mm-hmm. you think about all the beautiful things that thirteen is part of. So this is a good and holy year for you yes, to it is. be it's awesome. <laughs> to be remembering your hard work for thirteen years. Hey, You've been working hard. Man. <laughs> And for those folks yeah. that, that, that are in the San Antonio or KJMA listening area, for tuning in right now on KJMA, uh, 13 years ago, this coming ne- next Tuesday, yeah. September 1st, at 7.01, at we went on the air. I remember very distinctly, KJMA. you told me, it is we are live, and we began listening to it, and we just sat there in complete surprise and awe in our living room, just thinking, yeah. Wow, Catholic Radio is so in San Antonio. I started a little over, like, almost two weeks before we went on there, and I, yeah. I didn't have a clue. What I, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but oh well, folks, you know what I mean. So praise Jesus. You know, please um, pray for, continue praise, to pray for God Catholic for Radio. Praise years, yes. We have the share coming up three weeks from tomorrow. Please, 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 if you forgot to renew your pledge in April during our spring share or our summer share please preferably consider renewing your pledge uh, during this fall share you might be getting a call from us anyway, but please, if you can do it ahead of time, that'd be awesome. Um, this past weekend was a, was was the fullness of truth. It was totally conference. fun. I'm telling you, it was totally fun. Uh, Jesse Romero 
Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me, let me pause that. Because many people <laughs> may be asking. They're used to seeing 2,000 or 3,000 people there at this conference. Yeah. This, this staple, this... this this uh, tradition this, this of tradition. San Antonio. That's right. Yeah, uh, this conference is is a great staycation, <clears throat> and a lot of people travel from across Texas usually mm-hmm. for this. But they had to because of social distancing, mm-hmm. the whole COVID nineteen thing. Uh, they 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 only allowed seven hundred people to register for this right. conference to be there in person. And I was thinking, how's that going to work? I mean, I, I I had I know what they told me, but I couldn't visualize it. Right. And sure enough, you walked into the big grand ballroom that I think holds like 3,000 people. And there were <laughs> sets of chairs. Uh, there were sets of two, sets of three, sets of four. I think on the outer edge, sets of six for larger families, all six or seven feet apart. Yeah, it was actually really nice. It, it, it was very roomy. Everyone felt like they had their own little capsule of area to be sitting in. And it was very nicely spaced. They did a really great job. Yes, they did. And and, and the first class, like, like Fullness of Truth always does, uh, they, they, mm-hmm. they took the attention to detail and, and made sure everybody was, was protected. You know, the hotel required you to be wearing your masks. Uh, yes. In the hallways and everywhere you went, so they and they 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 enforced it very charitably. Yes, uh, please, uh-huh. you know, keep doing it for the sake of others. Um, but the whole weekend was was really neat. You know, of course, you, Julie and I have a, a fondness for Jesse and Anita Rom, uh, Romero. Jesse Romero, <laughs> God bless and, them. And they were there, and we had they a blast there, with them. And yeah. Jesse, Jesse was Jesse knocked it out of the park as yeah. usual. Uh, I mean, what what maybe he was jumping up and down at the at the podium the whole time. You know, he's just fantastic. I I. I appreciate his his zeal and his enthusiasm, and he's very down to earth. So when when Jesse gets up there, he doesn't mince words. He doesn't try to soften the blow. And what I really like about his presentations, obviously, is that he's very masculine about things. I mean, he doesn't shy away from the fact that his background is. And you that's because he's got a book called Mama's Boy. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> and I love that because he really talked about how he's totally devoted to our lady. But he's got a ton of books, so his table was always packed, and there was a ton of people, you know, trying to get to talk to him and stuff. But I mean, on stage, he's just a firecracker, and he loves to talk about how his background isn't very manly things. I mean, this dude is a real dude. He's a boxer and a kick martial arts dude, and he's former LAPD county sheriff. I mean, and he is in the he's been in the real world is not somebody who's been, you know, living in a bubble. And he's seen the crazy in the world from a cop's perspective, really. And he brings all of that into his passion and study of the Catholic faith and really lays it on the line. And what I loved about watching him most was that I knew he was really as he always does. He reaches out to everybody. But in particular, he's really talking to the men in the audience. He yep. really relates to them, so his his presentations were fantastic. And I can't imagine they've got another conference coming up in, uh, in Austin, third week that, in September. Yeah, it's coming in up Austin, really soon. dedicated to St. Joseph, and Jesse's going to be there yes. as well. And so I'm if like, you wow. didn't get to come here and you don't mind the short little travel to Austin, we highly suggest you attend. You can still buy the audio CDs for the conference for this weekend, and you yes. can also buy the videos for the conference as well. So as yeah. if you're still there, so uh, if, if you were there, uh, Father Calloway, Father Donald He's Calloway, always fantastic. He, we were really excited to see him because we haven't seen him since the plague arrived and of course we watch him yeah we watch him on facebook (laughs) so we've seen him technically but we haven't been in his presence or like gotten to say hello and stuff so he was fantastic as always just full of passion great holy priest just really passionate about teaching about our lady and saint joseph and just 
really encouraging people to be to know your faith. In fact, I feel like that was the theme, you know, the radical discipleship theme that they had really very much about teaching you, hey, learn your faith. It's now more than ever, you've got to learn your faith. And it's that should be the theme of our lives all the time. Know your faith because in every time and place it's necessary. And so Father Calloway was outstanding. Really funny. He's very funny, yeah. very down to earth, personable. That's why people love him because he's just so real. You know, we were able to to be at the dinner um, Saturday night, and we invited some friends of ours, Steve and and uh, Denise. I forgot That's her name. right, Denise Sanders. And you know, you can tell Steve didn't know who who Father Calloway <laughs> was. And I said, dude, 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 you know, this guy used to be a drug dealer. He's a, but yeah, he's, a he's got a crazy said, backstory. Know, but he used to be, but he's a priest. I'm like, it didn't compute in Steve's just, head. He's just. He used to smuggle drugs for a Japanese cartel. Yakuza. Yeah. Yakuza. And I was like, you mean like, and Mama Say, Mama Sam, Makusa? And he was like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, I mean, he's got a crazy, weird, terrifying background when you think about all the danger he was in and all the bad things he got into. His conversion story is fantastic. Yeah. So if so, you want to ever look Father, jo- Father Donald Calloway up, you can just see... He had a crazy beginning. Yeah, and his book, I think, is No <laughs> Turning Back, is the one that has his conversion story. But I, I was sharing with Steve before Father Callaway started speaking. I said, dude, just so you'll know, and I started speaking like him, dude, because <laughs> he's just bro and dude a lot. Um, Father Callaway, that is. Because uh, he's a surfer. He's a yeah, California he's just, guy. Yeah, he's a surfer priest is what they used to know him priest. as. Um, I said, just to let you know, one time I interviewed him uh, when he was in town for a future appearance as he was coming back. And I asked him some pretty clear, quick questions, but I had some caffeine, of course, so I'm asking really fast. Go, 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 go. And he had to stop me. He said, dude, dude, Richard, Richard, you know my past. You know I did a lot of drugs. you got to slow down, man, because some of the brain cells are gone. (laughs) And it was so neat, but but he's so down to earth. Yes, he's very down to earth. He breaks down the the faith so you can can easily understand it and address things. And, uh, yeah, he was awesome. Uh, He... uh, he rattled some feathers, I think, uh, Saturday night at the dinner. And, yeah, and, and, and his way. passion is so in, um, encouraging and contagious, not like COVID. <laughs> but he's really fantastic. So Even I encourage you, COVID. yeah, if you if you have the wherewithal to go back and find those um, the audio or the video from it, yeah. he was just so much fun and so engaging and so encouraging in this time of people seeing, well, should I, fo- I, I don't know, am I falling away from my faith? It's really difficult during these times. No, he's encouraged you to be more passionate, more devoted, more dedicated to learning your faith, to living your faith, to knowing your faith, to loving God. Amen. 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 I'm going to pause real quick right there because I'm going to come back and talk about Father Ken Geraci. But if you can see me on the screen right now, <laughs> I'm showing the cap for one of our newest sponsors right now, Food Related. If you get an opportunity to go to foodrelated.com, uh, I love the Sylvia, name. I know it's, it's all things food related. I mean, cool. I mean, it's really neat. I need to take you out there so you can do a little tour. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, our friends uh, Sylvia and Luciano Ciocciari, uh, co-owners of this wonderful establishment. What I love, love about it is the attention to detail. I mean, it, literally on the cap, it's hashtag love drop off. You know, because they put a lot of love into what they do. Right. Yes, it's a business. But if you see how they do things, mm-hmm. I even told him, man, this feels like like real, like like love, like a Catholic food related. <laughs> no, but it was neat. So, folks, again, uh, foodrelated.com, uh, great supporters and, and new sponsors of Guadalupe Radio. So I want to Excellent. thank them. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed 
Father Ken Geraci. Now, He's again, another being one. socially distant and being away from everybody, he and Father Calloway were sporting these beers. Now. I I'm know. Like, What's up with that? I even asked Father Ken. I said, to what do we owe all this manliness? Because both <laughs> he and Father Calloway were sporting these nice, bushy um, beards, and their hair was longer than we normally see them. And he said, well, you know, we know we weren't really seeing people in person for a long time now, and so we just sort of like, you know, let the hair go and everything. And I said, well, we really appreciate you know, y'all. Father Ken had a lot of white business going on. I'm like, yeah, wow. he looked I mean, very, you know, like distinguished, you know, that's, that's very studious, shall um, we say? But, but you know, you can't help with that million dollar smile that Father Ken <laughs> has. It's just like whatever you're saying, dude, I'll buy it. Yeah, it's great. Like, let me sign. But again, you know, he has such a down to earth way of, of I, I didn't quite grasp. He's an awesome uh, looking priest faithful in his cassock yeah, as he no walks kidding. around with the crucifix it's probably about 10 <laughs> times the size of mine it's strapped yeah. to, his, to his chest there um and I just assumed everybody in his whole family was a good and holy, faithful Catholic. I know. And and that's a perfect example of how these two priests in particular keep it real. I mean, he's very honest when he's on stage talking about one of the things he was talking about was how to how to help people with their families and encourage people to, you know, learn their faith, love their faith. And he talks a lot about his background. Both of these priests keep it very well. They're not, they're not lying. They're not telling you some made up story. These guys lived a hard life prior to, you know, and wayward as they were. And he, and he admitted, Father King Joyce, he admitted, hey, man, I'm the only Catholic in my family. And he said, only he, practicing Catholic, yeah. and he laughed and said, you know, my mom asked me, what are you, what are you talking about this weekend? And the theme of his talk was? <laughs> and his thing, how to convert your family. And he sort of laughed because here he is telling his mom, who is Catholic, but she's still got some, you know, he's, she's not quite there yet. Right. And he's very patient with family members. So Father Ken was telling us to be patient, but also how to go about the business of helping to live your life as an example and also to help people along. He was great. Yeah. He was great. So, again, another plug for if you get the opportunity, go to the website, <laughs> fullnessoftruth.org. You can purchase the CD, the audio CD, and the video DVDs of the talks. You can, you can relive them over and over and over. It's, it's, it's great, really, really wonderful talks. Um, but then there was some guy up there who just made a lot of noise. Uh, Joe McClain, <laughs> who was the MC for the event. Yes, um, he was great. This so. guy, just some of y'all may not know who he is. We got to put up with him sometimes. And of course, we love Joe. So, Joe uh, McClain, he's I so know fantastic. He's right his now. family is great. Let me shout out to his wife Michelle and all their wonderful children, and his daughter who celebrated oh, her fifteenth birthday, birthday wow, so on happy that birthday, weekend. Mary Elizabeth. Mary Elizabeth. Yes, and so it was just such a joy to hang out with them. We. We love them, and so we miss them a lot, and we haven't seen them in quite a while. And Joe took it upon himself to be the worker bee that got us together. So he was the MC (laughs) for the event, as you've done in the past. And so he was working hard the entire time. And we just think he's awesome. And of course, you know, it was a great opportunity to encourage people to continue listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Yes, Ty was out there, man at the table. Absolutely. Even when I walked into the bookstore area. And it was a little bit different. It was different. I mean, we're used to the hallways being packed and everybody being crunched in because we're just so excited. Everybody wants to pile in. So it was different in that respect. But I tell you what, the passion was still there. The enthusiasm was still there. People, we see each other every year at this event. So everyone was very familiar with each other. And it was just a great beginning to what I hope is the increased opening of Uh, our world and society and church and everything. You know, imagine if... No, we're in the San Antonio area doing this show, but in South and Central Texas, if everybody lived out their Catholic faith like right. the people we saw there this past Please weekend, God. yeah, 
I mean, how incredible. That, that, that's what drives me when I, when I see this, to see it spread like this COVID-19 is spreading, but see the contagiousness of Catholicism when you learn it and you want to share it. Imagine right. if everybody was like that. And I've got to tell people, uh, I'm, uh, one of the things I want to do is convert San Antonio That's and right. South Texas, That's South right. and Central Texas, I should say it that way. I want them all Catholic. I want them all Catholic now. People don't That's understand right. when I say that. But I'd love to make that happen because it would be it was just so awesome, incredible. So, Absolutely. Uh, so it was weird not seeing the hallways packed. packed. Right. Uh, you walk into the bookstore. I mean, it is the largest Catholic bookstore in Texas. Right. Possibly Traveling bookstore. I mean, it's huge. It's huge. And they've always got awesome They things. do. The stuff that they have. It's and, beautiful and, and, and informational and fully, faithfully Catholic. So yeah. you can buy things there and just know that you're beautiful reading. Beautiful statues, yes, beautiful artwork. Great books. books. All you kinds of it. sacramental things. You're just medals and outstanding things to buy and, and share. And I saw friends of ours who are moms and grandmothers buying things for their grandchildren and their children and just loading up on stuff because it's a perfect opportunity to to see these beautiful things and share them with your family. It's a great way to evangelize your loved ones. So sure is. excellent sure is. opportunity. Yeah. So it was awesome. So That's folks, awesome. again, um, they get they go to the website fullnessoftruth.org. Uh, we were one of their, I'm sure you've seen, kind sponsors. They love that we we promote it. Absolutely, because well. we're very passionate about this conference. And, it's uh, great. We marry up with their mission. Uh, we are radio for your soul, trying to get you and all your loved ones That's to heaven. Right. And, and That's right. uh, yeah, so it was really neat. I, I, and was, do you want to mention the hilarious thing that happened with you <laughs> and the raffle tickets? So, so you know, uh, Ken and Barbie Dirksen, wonderful Ken. I think he's tuning in right now. How you doing, Ken? Deacon Ken, I should say. Uh, they had to leave, so they, they gave us their tickets for the raffle that they bought. You know, I think 20 bucks, and you get arm's length. Very cool. Uh, what a cute... I never had heard of that until we started going to the Fulton Institute oh, okay. Conference. Oh, like, what do you mean? Okay. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, so, I, of course, I handed them over to... to oh, actually, they gave them to Ava. Um, and, you know, whatever, Ava, you know, let's do this. And I, I love to be loud in, in, the, in the Catholic no. setting. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like that. Um, and they were... Throughout the, the, the weekend... They were doing a raffle of different items, and they'd call out the number, and because they'd give you a bunch of tickets, uh, and you know they start off with number zero two four five, you no know, whatever, <laughs> and you know you you numbers are getting close, like now hey, I you think get about it. I think it's funny. Yeah, so sure enough, you know <laughs> Joe gets up there, and Father Kendra he pulls out a number, and he gives it to Joe, and Joe goes zero two, and I go yeah. And like if that's my and number, you were totally faking it though. That's of the course. point. Yeah, you were, like, you were just pretending that you had ticket. the number because yeah. the number wasn't even completely recited yet, so yeah, you yeah. had no clue. Every everybody's <laughs> ticket had zero two on it, so I was like, "All right." <laughs> and then he, 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 Joe, and Joe typical, immediately you took know, a jab, of course, like well, he always of course does. Tells you to settle down back there and say, <laughs> "Hey, down. there's no way you've won." <laughs> so sure enough, he continues on with the numbers, and I look over to Ava, and Ava's lies are just lighting up. <laughs> Dad, Daddy, we won. And I look at Ava like, you better be sure. And she goes, I am. I'm like, okay, yeah. But I, I belted it out there. And apparently Joe thought you were completely fooling him still. And you're heading up to the stage. And he's like, this is real? This he's is real? like, there's no way you've actually won. Because that's too bizarre that you would be being crazy from the seats. And now you're heading up with the, t- with the winning ticket. And you say, even when you handed him the winning ticket, you're just like, I really hope this is actually this the is right number. Because it's going to be really embarrassing. Yes. And lo and behold, you actually won it. It was a beautiful wooden crucifix with a beautiful corpus on it that's like a smoky gray glass. It was very lovely. And I'm not sure if it's it's cherry wood, but whatever it is, it's a hard wood. Very pretty. I love it. I felt good in my hands. Of course, I 
I gave it to Ava. So yes, and so we had Father Ken Geraci bless it. That's right. And so Ava will have that beautiful crucifix hanging in her room Amen. in our house. So we were very grateful. But that was really hilarious because what are the odds that you would actually be being, being crazy, say, pretending that it, you had won? No, there, well. there was people yeah, telling <laughs> me that you claimed it. Completed. Yeah. 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 Yes, and I'm sure Joe absolutely hated handing you that crucifix. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. It was great. So congratulations to Ava for winning that crucifix on behalf of the Reina family yeah. was awesome. It was really awesome. So we had a blast. <laughs> um, also, really quickly, I do want to mention, of course, 40 Days for Life campaign will be again Absolutely. this coming fall campaign. Uh, if all goes well, we're going to have them on the air with us next Monday. Absolutely. Um, so pray for that. To, please go to 40daysforlife.org forward slash San Antonio uh, mm-hmm. to sign up for that. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they have any specific uh, um, uh, restrictions regarding because it's outside. But, well, if there is, then they'll yeah. be on the website. And but they have their kickoff. I think it's just uh, the Saturday before. I'm just blanking on the dates. <laughs> but we got the announcement on the air, so please tune in for that. But but please try and be out there. It's going to be on a Saturday. I think from twelve to one. Okay. They ask you to please bring your masks of, uh, for the opening ceremonies. And uh, I think Amber Delaney is going to be sharing her, her testimony with people Fantastic. there. So, folks, uh, let's get active and let's pray for and do a little bit more. For an end to we're, abortion. We're so on the bring, people. I know we always say that. We're always looking forward to the possibility that someday Roe v. Wade will be re, uh, rescinded and reversed and, and burned. And so oh, we've, yes. But we've got to be, keep fighting on the streets of San Antonio, particularly because we really do have Planned Parenthood here in this gigantic facility, and they are killing babies every single day. So we have to be out there all the time. And 40 Days for Life is an excellent campaign that happens in the spring and the fall. And you need to participate. You should participate as much as you can all the time, all year long. But in these especially um, beautiful times of 40 Days for Life, it's a great opportunity to be there with a lot of people. And and you really do get a lot of support. People are honking. People are clapping. People are woo-woo. And they're just being very charitable. So I encourage you to look that up and take part in the 40 Days for Life that's going to begin next week. Amen, amen. So I'm uh, looking forward to all these wonderful things. And I'll have on, on here to chat about the dove hunt, but that's that's our next segment. So That's right. Uh, I do want to mention, for those of you that might not be able to tune into the whole show, uh, please go to SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. Uh, that dove hunt, dove hunts, I need to start saying dove hunts, uh, two on opening day, September 1st, awesome. a morning hunt and an afternoon hunt. And then another one on uh, the following Saturday, September 5th, uh, out in the Castroville area, if you know, I'm sure, Neil Davis told me he's going to be there, so I'm, oh, I'm thrilled. Neil's going to be there. I'm looking Yay, forward to that. Neil. It's going to be boom, boom. It's going to be a blast, folks. And I want to make sure that also the information for <laughs> the raffle the tickets. There's an awesome raffle as well. And just so you know, I want to whet your appetite for some of you hunters out there that know the difference. This this raffle, uh, they're they're going to raffle off a 12 gauge Benelli Super Vinci uh, uh, shotgun. <laughs> My, my screen re, re flipped out on me. An AR 6.8 SPC Spikes Warthog. Again, wow. Some of you, you guys know what that is. That a 6.5 crazy. Creedmoor Browning X Bolt. A 357 Magnum Smith & Wesson 7 shot revolver with a 6 inch barrel. A 9mm 6 Sour. And also a, another a P365. Uh, there's like I said, we might have two of them. I'm not sure how that's, that's working out there. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Uh, LBJ Lake House, three days, two nights stay wow. with $400 uh, uh, rental credit for the splash boat. Um, and this whole thing is a $2,000 value. And then a 65-quart Yeti Tundra, tan-colored. And uh, Wow. Yeah. I wish I knew what all those guns were, uh, but it uh, sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. No, because then you'd, you'd want me to get them all. So, <laughs> yeah. But oh well. But folks, we're going to take a quick break. 
And when we come back, we're going to have Mike Knufke and Patrick Vondola of the San Antonio Family Association. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back with more Rise and Walk on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, this is Len Oswald, president of the Guadalupe Radio Network with your GRN Family Minute. I have been introducing you to our GRN family members who we are so thankful for because of all they do. Today, I wanted to introduce you to Richard and Diane. Richard Reyna lives in San Antonio and is general manager for our South and Central Texas operations consisting of five stations. He joined the GRN on August 20th, 2007. He and his wife Julie have three daughters and one son. In San Antonio, Richard is known as Mr. GRN, and he likes to sneak a GRN bumper sticker on your car. Diane Xavier lives in Dallas and joined the GRN on August 8, 2011. She is the Cath Production Manager. Diane graduated from Texas A&M University and loves to support all things Aggie. We are your Catholic radio, radio for your soul, and I want to thank you for being part of the GRN family. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Incredible True Story is now a powerful, uplifting motion picture event. Fatima. In 1917, the world needed hope when three children received a miracle. Who are you? I come from heaven. Fatima has now been endorsed by the Shrine of Fatima, featuring the original song Grazia Plena, performed by Andrea Bocelli. Fatima, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Friday, in theaters and on demand. Is the Lord calling you to be a missionary? Hi, Joe McLean here, and the Guadalupe Radio Network is calling for rosary missionaries to join with the GRN in praying for very special intentions. Would you be one of them? Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Together, we can bring the power of prayer to bear on a dark world in need of the light of Christ. Log on to grnonline.com forward slash missionaries. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. And just like that, we are back again live here in the studios at KJMA. We're so rowdy. We're talking all crazy things. As soon as, the, as soon as we go off and I was like, are the microphones off? Because yeah, these make guys sure are crazy. Off. You don't want to hear us. You don't want to hear us. Uh, the other is, you don't see it. He's, you right. got, he's, got, the, camera, he's got the Raina cam on him. His is wide angle. His is HD. It's and about it, to get crazy. Not too yeah. much because she's got you set already. So watch out. So that's see, just a sample wild. of what it's like during the break. Folks, so we got Mike Knuffke and Patrick I mean, Von Dolan. I don't want to be presumed looking at the wrong part of you when we get to your eyes. Yes, yeah. usually we're yeah. blocked, so I'm happy that I can see you a little bit more today. So welcome to SAFA. And uh, Julie, you know, you got some questions for SAFA, yeah, so you can get so out there. In the hubbub that is y'all's arrival during the break time, we're talking about this and we're like, okay, let's get it right. I obviously, and not because a girl can't go out and shoot something, but I am at not at all proficient in anything hunting. So I have never attended the dove hunt, but I, Richard always comes back completely exhausted and so happy because the event is super incredible. It's a great event, really Catholic, totally masculine, completely awesome. And he comes back just 
totally invigorated, even though he's exhausted. And so I said, okay, so I am going to talk about the stuff that I love to talk about, which is y'all's organization, SAFA, San Antonio Family Association. And then Richard's going to take it for the Dove Hunt because he's been to it, he's done it, and it has uh, really enjoyed it. So for those people who may not know, and I find this hard to believe, but there are people in the universe who do not know about San Antonio Family Association who have never heard of Patrick Von Dolan and Mike Konefke. What? And the fabulous work y'all do. <laughs> it's not just us. Give, give us, yes, Thanks I know you've got again. lots of awesome bees in the hive that work with y'all. Tell us about the organization, maybe a tiny bit about how it started, and about what your general concept is about what y'all do. Well, we started in 2011. So next year will be our 10th anniversary. Wow. And we started in response, uh, in response to a call from God to uh, not allow God to be blasphemed in the public square. And for his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to be portrayed as a promiscuous homosexual while That's all right. the while That's right. uh, playing pa- uh, taxpayer dollars being used to promote a play called Corpus Christi Play in a, the city of San Anthony on the, in the par- San Pedro I Park in the San that. Pedro Playhouse. And um, it's, it was unacceptable. And then to, u- to top icing on the cake was, was to use taxpayer dollars in a, ta- in a publicly owned facility. And do you know that I'm remembering that. I'm remembering that that might have been the Reina's first real going out and being part of a, of a public Catholic movement. I think that was the very first time we as a family went out and stood for our Catholic faith in a real way mm-hmm. in the political sphere. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who might think, well, these times are really volatile, um, it's kind of always been that way. It's just you just have ne- not necessarily seen it. And I remember just you're taking me back to those moments. We stood in front of or on the side of the San Pedro Playhouse, and we prayed quietly. We were not, you know, um, boisterous. We simply stood for what we believed in, and we prayed uh, diligently. And it was scary in a lot of ways because you thought about what was actually happening and and why we were there and realized that there may be people who were very against Catholic, true Catholic faith and against Jesus Christ. And, and you realized you were standing for up for Jesus. And we were there with our whole family. And, and although it never got really scary and violent, whereas today you would, might be a little more wary that people are actually so much off the rocker that they would actually do something physically. I remember very distinctly that might be the that might have been the very first time. Now I take it we'd been praying at the Planned Parenthood since the beginning of uh, Forty Days for Life here in San Antonio. But when we were out there with y'all, you were very good about guiding us in the way to do it, and it was our first experience of being out in the public and standing for Jesus. And that's what y'all do, right? Yeah, that's what do. you do on we a do. daily basis. Well, we started in the church, and Mike, Mike got an email that uh, started it all off, and we took it from Mass. He took it from Mass, announced mm-hmm. it, and we took it into the public square from, from there. Yeah. We certainly did. Um, it was kind of interesting. The, uh, the visiting priest, I was telling him about this before Mass, uh-huh. and he said, that is terrible. And yeah. so we... He celebrated Mass. He's mm-hmm. from Kentucky. He's not even here anymore. <laughs> and he says, uh, and go in peace, you know, and Mass has ended. Uh, uh-huh. Don't leave. Uh, Mike Kanufke has uh, something to say to you. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I do? And you didn't know you had something <laughs> to I say to no them. I had no idea. <laughs> so I went up, went up um, 
I'm a very tall guy, so I don't have to get up on the, on the <laughs> altar. You anyway, you're I, a giant small. of a I man, up, Mike yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. In, in my own mind, anyway. And um, so he had me stand up at the the edge of the altar and just kind of, here's what happened. And he says, and what are we going to do about it, Mike? I said, Wow. I'm like, uh, we're all going to go down there. We're going to pray the rosary uh, starting tonight. Beautiful. You know? And the Knotsons and a whole bunch of people that, yeah, that attend daily mass. You know, mm-hmm. they... They started spreading the word. We started spreading the word. Patrick was out of town. He came back the next day, I think it was, and he said, here's what we're going to do. You're like, guess what? We're doing. <laughs> and and then right after the first night, I think, I said, Patrick, uh, we have to start an organization because it's the family that's being attacked. Right. And that's what we have to do. And he agreed. You know, I was like, it came to him, too. Yeah. It's like the family. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. the nucleus of the family. Nucleus. It's the, it's the m- most uh, basic... Um, the foundational, foundational fundamental yeah. part of our society, and, it's, and at that time, right. And at that yes. time, it was mm-hmm. the domestic church. With that's right. Pope John Paul pushing the domestic church, that kind of right. stuff. So anyway, yeah. that's that's and, the genesis. And you're reminding me that uh, that one of the seers at Fatima, Sister Lucia, says that Our Lady tells us that the the final fight will be over marriage and family, and you'd have to be completely dead and blind not to see that it, that is exactly where the territory is. We're fighting literally to keep family and marriage sacred and protected and holy, and uh, it's everything. So our, our purpose, yeah. if you don't know, is to protect, defend, and promote the family, the most basic unit of society. So that's, that's right. in a nutshell, that's it. But uh, Fantastic. of course, that has life and marriage and all kinds of it's like an onion. Mm-hmm. It has a bunch of layers. So it's taken you like to do all kinds of amazing things within the boundaries of our. Well, there's no boundaries. With, with the grace of God, we yeah. With the grace of God, you've done a issue, lot of things. The issue transcends all things, and that's, that's right. what we tell people all the time. And 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 certainly the the act, we still live in in the wake of, mm-hmm. of uh, John Paul II, but mm-hmm. it was Pope Benedict at the time in 2011. But the um, uh, who continued that message? That's right. And and uh, the the nucleus, the the building block of of society is the family, and the, the bedrock right. of society is the mar- is marriage. That's right. The building blocks found put it on, mm-hmm. and then built from there. And so, how important it is to uh, to understand that the family transcends all things. That's and so, right. when uh, we get accused sometimes, even within the church, of being a political mm-hmm. organization, we're not. We're yeah. a, we're a five hundred one c three education mm-hmm. organization. And that's dedicated to education and advocacy on issues. And so when we get involved in an issue in the public square, it, it's going to be based on usually an intrinsic issue. We did get involved in uh, pre-K for SA, and we will, and we are again because it's up for, re-elec- uh, for um, renewal mm-hmm. in, uh, on November 3rd with the election cycle coming up. And we did get involved in the streetcar because it impacted families. Right. And without going into that, the, the family transcends all those things in the public right. square. Uh, it transcends all things because it, it, it's right next to God, right. and and uh, because it, He created it, and it's it's and, and you know you're reminding me that I mean so you've been fighting since what did you say 2011? 2011. As, as okay, and so all the different issues that have come up since then, and and you reminded me also when we're talking about the the family and the marriage being the foundation, you're also reminding me that a lot of people are talking about the fact that the reason why we've got the world the way it is is because of fatherlessness, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking in my head, you know. In this day and age where we women have taken a lot of the lead in a lot of things, um, for whatever reason, be it, be it good or bad, it is so beautiful because in, in, in my imagination, I could easily see two women sitting across from me 
being the heads We'd of SAFA, right? But but because it's so it's so part of the women's nature and the culture to have women leading stuff, and that's totally not a bad thing. But I'm looking at the two of you and thinking, okay, now we're talking about the attack on marriage and family, and we're also it's a very relevant issue to talk about fatherlessness. And here right. I am sitting across from two dads who are taking the lead and being fathers to their families, being husbands to their wives, and also being leaders in their community and reminding us that marriages are the foundation of families and families are the foundation of society, but we wouldn't be able to do it without dads and fathers. Well, protectors, leaders, and providers. That's is right. dads. And, and when we are on the sidewalk, and you all mentioned 40 Days for Life, and, and we encourage everybody to participate, mm-hmm. uh, San Antonio Family Association is out there every Friday. Every Friday. And has, we, we've been there uh, for 10 years doing that as, a group, as an organization back mm-hmm. in 104 Babcock, now 2140 Babcock. And we invite you to come out with us Fridays, twelve thirty to one thirty. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always have it's it's very it's always something. It's always, always an adventure, and, right? Uh, yeah. If you watch us, we are, we are now because of COVID and everything going on. We started live streaming. We wish we'd been doing it all along because yeah. you would have seen some incredible things over wow. the years. And and most importantly, uh, having some saves with some women. Uh, changing their minds, and and you would have seen us on our knees praying the rosary when the, most of those happened. Wow! And it was really incredible. But we get uh, we get accosted sometimes going out by women saying, "Why are you out here? You have no say in uh, you know keep your, uh, well, your rosaries off my ovaries yeah. and, it's and all the these different things." It's the classic argument. And I You're said, a guy, so you don't have Real men protect women right. and unborn children, right. and that's our job. Right. And we're standing out here for all the fathers who aren't in and the father of your child of your child exactly. who should be protecting you. And what's, what's really crazy is to see a man drive up into the abortion facility, mm-hmm. uh, parking lot, and get out and, and open the door for her. I know. As, and, and then go in. And when, he, when she comes, and then he'll stay in the car. We're when so she comes disordered. Back out, she, We're know, so disordered. He might go in or, or stay out in the car, but when right. she comes back out, she'll get out and get the door for her again. Right. As he allowed her to be uh, perpetrated right. uh, for the sake of his convenience and right. his irresponsibility. Well, and I would argue that a lot of men feel completely helpless because they've been told by the culture that they do not have a say in it, that it is not at mm-hmm. all their their responsibility, their duty, or even their um, uh you know, they don't have any part in it. Yeah. And it, what's hilarious is that I always tell people, follow the argument you're using to the rational conclusion. Women do not get pregnant by themselves. That baby is half the man's. And not so, naturally, anyway. Yeah, not naturally. Well, that's right. Well, but you even you need a man no matter what, even if it's done in the most hellacious of ways. So when a man is told he has nothing to do with it, he's left powerless. So he is sheepishly taking her whether she's decided and he wants the baby mm-hmm. he's being told by the culture you don't have a say in it you have to let her do Except it's all her he body to do if he it's her said, body so that's why he's driving her up and sheepishly yeah. walking around the side and opening the door for her because he's not he's not being told by her maybe or by the culture or by whoever else is in his life that he has a say in it and he has a right to say this is my baby, too. Interestingly, to continue that th- same thought process, is those women who are now pregnant mm-hmm. weren't told by society that it's okay to say no. Right. You don't have, right. To have, right. have to have intercourse and, and with them. And it all goes back to fatherlessness. Father, I mean, you can talk about this very spiritually and talk about how we as a society, we in church, we have to remember God the Father, right? And we have to remember pay, um, paternity and, you know, how 
Black Lives Matter is saying all this stuff about mm-hmm. how we want to break down the society, we right. want to break down the family, we want to break down you know patriarchal uh, hierarchy, mm-hmm. and that's what society is based on. Right. Absolutely, God is a God of order. Everything has order. The family has order. The husband is in charge of the wife, and then therefore, therefore, in charge of the marriage. I'm glad family. you brought that up because we've been facing mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter here in San Antonio, and yeah. Black Lives Matter is an organization is is uh, is very homosexuality driven mm-hmm. uh, pro homosexuality and marxist mm-hmm. and it is not what is being portrayed in the in the press they right. want they, they sugarcoat it and make it seem like it's a good thing and we've been dealing Just with that tell here people to go read their website yeah that's, I mean, it's, that's yeah. Go right read there black I mean, lives matter website and see all the companies that are donating to them billions of dollars but here in san antonio we just fought and lost again unfortunately because of the most progressive wow. uh, mayor and city council in the history of the city of san antonio and that's since 1718 so that's 302 years later wow and that we are facing and seeing uh, the degradation of our society just like mike talks a lot about uh we, we god created a mountain and all you can do is a road against that mountain and right. that's the attacks is imagine san, san antonio is a mountain mm-hmm. and all that can be done and the mountain doesn't grow you just the attacks come to erode ship the mountain and, and what's away. good what god created mm-hmm. and and um as archbishop garcia gustavo sierra said uh, in a mass i was very impressed he said the seed of faith was planted here in san antonio mm-hmm. on june 13 1691 with the first mass and it germinated mass. from there to become a city that it is today right. and the city was established on Christianity. Mm-hmm. Charity is the is the basic tenet, as we all know, right. uh, and precept of our faith. And the city is, is the current city government, Mayor Ron Nuremberg and, and the city council, are doing everything they can to remove Christianity, mm-hmm. to remove charity from this. And then they pass resolutions like the Compassionate City Charter Resolution, mm-hmm. where you have an official co- compassionism. Mm-hmm. And it's where they're taking over everything from the church. They keep taking everything from uh, private organizations, individuals primarily, mm-hmm. who have a responsibility to respond to God's, God's call to, to acts of charity, right. as we are called every every week uh, to do that and every day to look for those, be docile to the promise of the Holy Spirit, and then takes it from, uh, they took the food program out of, out of the Catholic Church and parishes here in, here in San Antonio, and they take, yeah. all, they take all the money, they funnel the money, so they have control of the money now, and they decide who gets it. Wow. And now, just just this past Thursday, they passed a racism resolution that stated that, that healthcare ra- that. racism is a healthcare is a crisis. Healthcare crisis. Yeah. And so, what that does it, is it weaponizes the healthcare system because right. the person who gets the authority to make decisions now has been enhanced is the local public health authority. Well, wow. Mayor Ron Nuremberg just re- reappointed for a three year term and abor- a licensed abortionist in the former Planned Parenthood South yes, Texas I medical director Chichi Jindawu, and now she has even more authority to exercise things like mass mandates uh, to our keeping schools closed private and public schools mm-hmm. closed and preventing us from from the first five disaster declarations of the public health emergency for covid mm-hmm. that was issued by the mayor this year none of them contained an exemption for houses of worship so we couldn't you couldn't legally be going into In church. a church building wow. and yet liquor stores are open and guess what planned parenthood was still open no kidding. And elective Abortions were still being gone, mm-hmm. so they were. Our houses of worship were considered non-essential, and abortion Incredible. was considered essential. And that's the that's and and this should be very candid here. Mayor Ron Nuremberg is favors Planned Parenthood, has ever since he was elected yes. to city council in twenty mm-hmm. in twenty thirteen, and he protected and made sure that Planned Parenthood South Texas got in and got favored zoning. Uh, 
uh, zoning uh, a favor favoritism where they bypassed five city ordinances right. and and got in there. They bypassed another one and and then they're doing another one now. So the the question becomes. At what point in time do people understand what's happening right. because they're passing, they're removing all, anything Christianity. They just took out Chris Columbus statue. Mm-hmm. They just changed the Columbus Park name. They're just about to, next week I'm or the next week, that. remove Columbus Street name wow. and change it. That's coming up next. And all the while, they're promoting racism as a public health crisis. And you couldn't, and they passed a racism resolution a few weeks, uh, a month ago, back in May, actually. It said it's, it is racist to call the, the coronavirus, COVID 19 coronavirus, the Chinese virus. <laughs> yes. Well, that is the, where it originated from. Just, yes. not, and so we can't right. say Chinese food anymore. Right. You can't, or anything <laughs> else anymore because it's racist. Right. And so we, we're dealing with a society in a situation where, right, while everybody's leading busy lives and our parents are trying to be good parents, good moms and dads, the carpet is being pulled out from underneath our feet. No kidding. Wow. And and this is That's where the rubber fun. hits the road. Yeah, <laughs> this is rubber hits road. So you are very much on the front lines for for not only for the Catholic faith, but just the public in general needs to know these things. Even if you're listening right now and you are not Catholic, you're Christian, maybe you're not even Christian, but you know right from wrong. And you're saying, I want to know what organization is standing up for my rights and standing up for the family, mm-hmm. because I think it's it's a very general uh, approach and very specific because we know that God is in control of all. And and y'all are actually fighting on the front lines. This is like real, and you've been doing it for a while. And we encourage people. I know there are people out there who are listening and go, I am not capable of being on the sidewalk. I cannot go to the city council meetings and approach the city council and speak in well, front of them. On that Y'all note, do that for us. Yeah, on that note, you know, I forget how many years ago, this is you, I remember that stuff. You know, remember Patrick and Mike asked me to go speak in front of city council, let citizens be heard. I'm like, sorry, dude, I don't do that stuff. <laughs> and what happened? Nag, 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 nag. Boom. And I you go. were there. I went. And I have Did to you say, die? it was He's alive today. Oh, I need to watch what I say. It was awesome. <laughs> it was wow. I'm on the radio. I can't remember that. It was such an awesome experience to yeah. be up there and to speak to the city council members. I think uh, of the 10 people that were up there, I think eight of them were Catholic. You know, yes. when, you, when you have conven- con- convictions and, and you know that you are right because we're on the side of Christ, uh, you'll get the holy, Boldness. bold courage That's that you right. need yeah. to be able to. Like Christ said, don't worry about the words, you know, I'll, I'll help you. That's right. It, it was an amazing experience. And those are the kind of things, folks, if you want to do get uh, more uh, involved in the, Go to their the website. political realm and the, the public square. What's y'all's uh, website? Where can San they find out? dot com. Okay. And then on social media, Facebook and Instagram, San Antonio Family Association. Twitter is SAFA Family, S-A-F-A Family on Twitter. Yeah, fantastic. Wow. So so let's segue into that awesome boldness that goes into all that they do on a regular basis to the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, because they're giving us the an opportunity hunt. to get away from this COVID mess. I know, no kidding. It's get out in the awesome. boonies, get out in the open air in God's country. Be, be brave and bold and. Well, I, I, want, I don't want to. I don't want to put you in the same bucket as a certain Dave that I won't mention, a certain Toya that I won't mention, a certain Lynn that I won't mention, and a certain Joe. Joe, what are you going to tell me, Patrick? I want to put you in the same bucket that that. They're not brave enough to get out there and come come to the San Antonio Family Association. Nine thing right okay, so, I'm sure Toy yeah, is so right and, I am not an outdoorsy girl. I used to be. Now I used to be. But you know, in my say my beginning of my golden years, 
It's not my favorite thing to be outside oh, and, you know, well, wait till hanging COVID, around wait till COVID the, gets a little the high heavier, grass and then you want to get out. Yeah, when the apocalypse <laughs> happens and I'm having to shoot my own, you know, kill my own stuff, I'll be right beside Richard Reyna. But for right now, I think I'll have to enjoy it uh, uh, on the afterwards when he's telling me all the Joe great stories. Joe had Doug on this morning. Come on, Doug Barry, he's telling you all about it. you got to oh, yeah, get prepared Doug now on, that's right. for, for that's later. Right. Okay, yeah, so, so I'll get... We practice... Yeah. We, we practice our, our daily lives. We have a plan of life. Yeah. And that we go through on a daily basis to prepare ourselves that's for right. those times, good and bad. That's right. And that's much like Guadalupe Radio and <laughs> keeps you right. charged in, in the bad times and keeps you grounded in the good times. And then we've got to practice. And so, so I invite this, you to you're come bringing out. up a really good point because think about how many people, and I am of the same <clears> generation. I know Richard and I were, well, maybe not you, but because you're a guy and you grew up in a very manly household. But I think a lot of guys nowadays don't have a clue how to do hunting, gathering, protection things, the manly things, because men in general have been feminized and dehumanized and told, you know, sit there in the corner and pretend you don't exist and you don't get to have an opinion on anything. And and this is such a manly thing to be doing. I mean, going out there and hunting, you got to know how to do this stuff. Or at be, least we can teach yeah, you, and, and what a great opportunity. Say you don't know. Can people come who don't? I mean, what do you have to know? Because I'm completely clueless. Do you have to have your you license? Can, yeah. What do you, you have to do? You come on out. We'll what help do you, do? you. We'll show you. We'll share with you. There's plenty of people there. We have uh, uh, individuals with SAFA with uh, uh, orange hats on. They'll help you any way we possibly can. Okay. When we clean the birds, we'll clean them for you. Or you can participate, okay. you and your son or daughter, okay. on how to clean the birds. It's not that big of a deal. It's just like... Like uh, when you're cleaning fish, it's yeah. not, really not much different. Right. Okay. So it's pretty pretty simple. So so for those people who are interested in so this, it sounds like really good, clean, wholesome, fun, yeah, a good activity. Yeah. yeah. Tell us exactly well, well, what y'all I, do. I, I would just say that we are we are getting a lot of interest because people want to get out of town. They want to get out of the yeah. COVID stuff. They want to take their masks off. They want to go do something out, you know, in outside. And this this is we're expecting to get a a lot of people just because Fantastic. of that. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's a wholesome activity too. That's and, right. And, and when we started this and we had attended several dove hunts uh, that were all inclusive catered dove mm-hmm. hunts and and said, you know, we need to do something uh, with this ourselves. And then when we started San Antonio Family Association, <clears throat> we said we, well, we need to raise money. Yeah. And as for the organization to go forward and wanted to help, and the, a lot of people helping were with Guadalupe Radio Network listeners and wanted to continue doing that. So that um, we, uh, in conversations going around, one of the conversations was with our beloved Bishop Yonta, Bishop yes. John W. Yonta. And he was, we were talking about, how the culture of the priesthood has changed. Yeah. From his generation being hunters and fishermen to the mm-hmm. next generation of be, uh, pr- uh, priests being golfers and the next generation being oh, golfers. golfers. There you and go. then the next generation of priests and now seminarians are all shoppers, t- tend to be shoppers. Wow. Because we live we, we wow, much more I'm of a municipal, municipality driven organiza- uh, city and, wow. and community and society. Mm-hmm. And less people have access to the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And he said it's emasculating. The the potential the men who right. are, they're not learning how to be hunters gatherers and fishermen uh, right. hunters and gatherers or they're not they're not learning how to be uh, those outdoors men. outdoorsmen so we said well you know let's let's create an opportunity for them to come out as idea. our guest and and learn to have a great wholesome act- activity mm-hmm. and so in this situation where we've had two pandemics uh, in the priesthood and how important it is at this point in time to have good wholesome opportunity for them to come out yeah celebrate mass very reverently mm-hmm. hear confessions. 
and for them to have a great fraternal time yeah. with brother priests and seminarians, but also with, with the people, mm-hmm. the laity, and with, with adults and children. And our children get to see these men get yeah, celebrate that's, Mass say, that's and very cool. reverently. And then they go out and they're hearing confessions on the hay bell and, uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> uh, and see that they're having a good time like yeah. a Mass. And they go, well, maybe this is a life I could consider right. for the this young men. This is a real guy. And, this is and, a manly man. That's right. right. And, and so they see, and they can, they see that they're approachable. So how awesome it is to, to really feed off that each right. other. So we're expecting uh, lots of priests again, Fabulous. and uh, hopefully Bishop Yonder will come out and join us again. Oh, I love it. Um, it'd be great to have uh, Bishop Mike Fiver join us, even the Archbishop. Yes. But uh, the, that invitation is extended. But and have as many priests as we can because it, it's a great opportunity. Now it doesn't cost them anything either. That's right. That's right. So we take sponsorships for them. So if you can't come hunt and don't want to come hunt, but you want to make sure that a priest or seminarian has a great time hunting, then please consider a sponsorship. You can Very do that on our tax deductible. In tax deductible through so, so, If someone's listening, so there's a lady, say it's an elderly woman or someone who like me, just that's not their thing. But they say, Hey, I really want to encourage this. I wanna I wanna fund a priest that get to go. All they have to do is go to your website, right? Right, and right. and go through that and say, I'd like to donate towards this priest. And then of course, wouldn't you suggest that they reach out to the priest and say, Father, would you like to attend this? Because Absolutely. this sounds fantastic. Hey, real quick there, because our time is running short, but you are available for our new after, our after show that we show, take right? after Stay, we keep stick going. Around a little right? Longer, yes. right? We have a two PM inter- uh, excuse me, okay. three PM interview. We'll try not to take it till midnight. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure <laughs> but, we get you praying. But the early. important thing is when they go to our website and you know, if anybody's a website expert and they have time on their hands and like to contribute <laughs> and, and Ooh, donate to say but we need help on our on our so bear with us. We're trying to continue updating that we we have a, a website that's existing that needs to be updated and corrected while we have a, a great uh, individual who's working on a new website for us awesome. to roll out for our, our 10th anniversary but it's taken time oh, to get that so up fabulous. it, it didn't, didn't come as fast as we wanted to have and but all you can find all that there something might say 2019 on it by accident but it just <laughs> yeah, go forward with it no it's 2020 and uh, but you okay. have an opportunity there to donate and be a sponsor for a priest or seminarian okay. we love we've tried to get the texas nuns out before they just say it's too uh, hot too hot to come out in their habits no and so kidding. we got to have it we, we need to have a, a, a winter That'll season be my excuse a winter, too. I'll put winter a season dove hunt with it's too hot but, but nonetless uh, we'd love to have them come out and hunt as well but um, any so priests, seminarians, and religious could come out and hunt with us as, as uh, our guests. We take sponsorships for that, but you can also participate in the raffle we have. We have what's cool. called a Family Matters raffle. Okay, because in, everybody needs to look it up. Legitimate defense. Doug Barry actually talked about it this morning. Cool. It's one of the things we talk about, and educate on our intrinsic rights. You got legitimate defense, and mm-hmm. people have a right to defend themselves and their families. Please keep That's tuning in. Fabulous. Jump online to Facebook. We're going to keep this going for the 20 minutes ish uh, to get a little bit deeper because we want to make sure that you know all about this event. God bless you, and catch us next week if you aren't able to tune in online. We'll be right back in just a few seconds. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. might have gone to church, you know, at Christmas time, gradually quit going. Went through a divorce and um, 
ended up being a single parent. And it was an easy excuse. I, I took the easy out and just didn't go to Mass. When you come home to the, to the church, you're coming home to a Catholic family where people today just embrace you. I have a peace when I walk through the doors of the Catholic Church, like that's where I belong. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. Mother Teresa said, let no one come to you without leaving better or happier. This is how we try to live our personal and professional lives. We're Rob and Camille DeMaio, proud sponsors of Guadalupe Radio here in San Antonio. Our team of realtors can help you through every step of buying or selling a home. For more information, call us at 210-488-1144 for real estate help in San Antonio and throughout the United States. Rob and Camille DeMaio, your real estate team, 210-488-1144. Join us for the ninth annual Charity Dove Hunt Fundraiser for Guadalupe Radio Network, presented by the San Antonio Family Association. This year, there will be two days of hunting available for you to choose from. Tuesday, September 1st, opening day, and then Saturday, September 5th. If you're like me and just want to get out in the great outdoors with fellow hunters, away from all this COVID-19 mess, we'd love to have you. For more information, visit SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com. And of course, we'll be practicing social distancing in the great outdoors. All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. This is the station the Lord has made. KJMA 89.7 FM, Floresville, San Antonio. Also at grnonline.com. So listen daily, rejoice, and be glad. 